You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Chasing Maria Menounos After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Chasing Maria Menounos After Show. Chasing Maria, episode three. It's called A Nice Greek Boy. Yes. Did I Greek. say it correctly? Greek. Greek. Just that like perfect, him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I'm excited to be here hosting with you guys. To my right, I have... Hi, I'm Roxy Stryer. DJ Jesse. Steph Bauer. And Jessica King. Yay! So what did y'all think? Well, first of all, we have some exciting news. Yes. Congratulations! Kevin and Maria are having a baby! Pissed, by the way, because he has not turned Greek yet. Yeah, he, they haven't got married. And They're doing it pregnant, backwards, and, and now she's, she's pregnant. pregnant. And that, this is seriously like worthy of disowning again. I think it really maybe, is. Yeah. <laughs> maybe two years this time, but oh. the baby will warm his heart. So, yeah. but at least the baby will be Greek Orthodox. Yeah, <laughs> and the birthday, the baby half will Greek have Orthodox, a, half Catholic, and the baby will have a birthday of April first, which is like kind of like April Fools. I think. April Fools. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. Uh, oh, we my wish. Goodness. One day. <laughs> well, let us, um, shall we start whispering? We should yes, whisper for this segment. Where I, well, one of the first things I want to start talking about is, of course, Maria's throat. Mm-hmm. She, it's an important part. It's an important thing. <laughs> it's, it's Kevin would think so, for sure, yeah. yeah. Whoa. Oh, oh Chad. Did you guys even catch the doctor's dirty comment? What did he say? I, no. I, I hope it was dirty, and I'm not the only one that took it I hope dirty, it was dirty. I'm sure it was never. <laughs> Jesse. I no, must have missed it. He's it. like, he's like, we gotta stick this thing down your throat. And Maria's like, how big is it? And he's like, not, not any bigger than you. Than oh, you yeah, it's not as big too. as what you're yeah, used to. Used to. <laughs> no, I didn't take that as a dirty joke. I mean, she's on extra. She's with these guys. With, like, she has cameras. stuff in her mouth. Big what? stuff. She was, <laughs> she I, okay, you're better than that. No, no, no. Okay, it was an old man. Like I really just thought he was old thinking. Old man could be dirty. He was talking about it going down her throat. He no. was talking about, about a camera. The cameras. Oh, thank you. But you know <laughs> what? It would have been hilarious it, it, had the cameras cut to Kevin and he'd be like. <laughs> That's right, Doc. Don't yeah. forget it. Don't forget this. Everyone, excuse Stephanie Bauer's mind. She I'm just can't handle it. Thank you. And just so you know, you guys are in the minority right now. We yeah, totally exactly. are on the same page. That's hilarious. That's fine. Hilarious. But you know, I mean, we're all hosts here. Our our tools are our voices, and so I mean, what do you guys think? I think. Yeah. Well, I have seven nodules, so I'm very <laughs> familiar with this. I've been having all of these cameras down my throat since I was young. You are guys you can hear it. My raspy is voice. That what you're wow. That's why I'm so, so sexy, raspy. raspy. So it happens all the time, and I'll go to film something, and it's like I literally wake up, and I'm like, ah, I'm on mute. You really can't hear me, and you wow. either push through or you don't. And if you don't have time to rest it, then you push through. Well, and weren't you saying during the when we were watching that it's pretty painful? It's incredibly painful. First of all, um, they they numb your entire throat and nose, but it's a very uncomfortable feeling, mm-hmm. and the actual nodules are painful. It feels like they're describing tonight's episode like calluses, and it almost sometimes you can feel like they're bleeding, you know? Oh you can gosh. you feel them rubbing together, and it, it really disrupts the way you can speak and the way you can breathe, everything. So it's wow. hard. It is and hard. here I've just Ooh. been envious of your sexy raspberry. I know. I know. It's like, I hope I get sick and sound like rock. I know. I love it. I'm not so sexy. When you think about it, yeah. <laughs> okay, wow. good to know. Not the way you just described it. <laughs> I know. Maybe I should have kept that to myself. My bleeding calluses. Jeez. Hot. Sound. Yeah. Sounds so hot. Sounds so sexy. I know. Did you like push through the way? Because Marie only has one. So yeah. You, and Sick. You, if you push through, is this what Maria's feel like? Does that 
Is that right. a possibility for her? I mean, they talk about how she's going to have to get surgery if she keeps going. It's because you're going to develop so many. Your vocal cords, they go like this. They're supposed to go together. And when you have so many, they can't do that. And instead, they bang together and they bump and they create more. So once you have one callus, it's easy to develop more if you don't rest it. Um, one is easier to take care of. Obviously, the more you have, the bigger an issue it's going to be, which is why if she doesn't protect it now, she's going to be screwed. Right. Um, so yeah. I, I don't know exactly how it's going to go or, or how she will mm-hmm. rest it because, as we see, she has no time. Right, yeah. literally. I mean, right. And this, she's right. The Or Kevin's right. He said her, her voice is her moneymaker. And you'd automatically assume, oh, her face is her moneymaker. But if you think about it, she can... She, can like narrate off camera like if she got like a black eye or something she could be off camera and narrate but she can't just stand on camera and look pretty she has to talk right now so her voice literally is her moneymaker and in a situation like that it's so hard like she even mentioned that she was being irresponsible with her voice but it's like the only thing i can compare it to is when i'm sick and i always lose my voice at the worst time Mm -hmm. like when i need it the most Mm -hmm. and so it's like i'm not gonna walk around being like hi guys like I'm gonna be screaming and that's just it is what it is so right. it's like when you're at a parade like that like you're not gonna you're gonna take advantage of she's worked so hard in her career yeah. to get to this point where she's able to do all these things that it seems so silly that something like her voice would be the thing holding her back mm-hmm. you know she's overcome all these obstacles so I can believe because I feel the frustration all the time if if that's what's holding you back it's like that seems like something that you should be able to fix but if if you don't take care of your health even something like that, it really can get out of control. It's yeah. funny. I had a bunch of friends uh, when I lived in New York who were doing Broadway, and their lives, I mean, their voice is their life. Of course. They weren't doing anything. They're li- like, Maria is out. See, this girl has, like, how many networks that yeah. she's running, right. working for other networks, you know, dealing with her family and all this stress. Gay you pride know, parades. And, yeah, yeah, and then to compare it, you know, uh, to the people who who have these set jobs on Broadway who are working six days a week, three to show, you know, only three shows. Mm-hmm. As soon as they're done, they go home, they Dude, wrap themselves up, they're drink drinking tea. hot tea. And they don't, they don't And they're like speak. in pods. Yeah, they're yeah. weirdos. Celine wow. Dion does that. Yep. She doesn't talk for like three days or something. Right. And they literally don't speak. You write to your husband on a piece of paper yeah. and Maria can't do that. Of wow. course. Even if you guys ever saw Justin Bieber's movie, he has the same oh. thing and he has to cancel his tour. I mean, it happens to... <laughs> never say never. I know, it's comparison, <laughs> but it happens to artists all the time and Maria, she isn't able to peapod herself or whatever. Right, right. You know, she isn't able to do that. She's also a very fun person so she gets excited about things and, yeah. and she wants to go out and have a beer with a friend and she yeah. wants to go and, and talk to her family and, and play games and do whatever it is. So it, it is a big setback. Back but it's her. all and it's all work, and she's right. got all this added pressure that she has to take care That's of funny. everybody, right? So who can? I mean, when you have all of that pressure on you, can you afford to take a day off? And doesn't it? That you know? pre- I feel like that pressure adds extra stress. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I know most stress in my life already. I just be like, <laughs> I can't. That's like an You're gonna go have, to have be... your tea and be right. in your pot after this. Just doing this damn show. It's a really good point though, because when you stress, you actually tense, and when you tense, you tighten yeah. your vocal cords, and when yeah. your vocal cords are tighter, <laughs> they're banging together harder. <laughs> so it's all. I, I, I like to drink your water right now. Right now, keep it wet and moist, because otherwise, you're gonna get calluses. Vocal nodules. <gasps> Dr. Roxy <laughs> over here. The nodule doctor. I wish I was Speaking not. Of, and I can't believe she went to gay pride and was I know. screaming. I know. I mean, yeah. you've got a mic. Okay, she, I was She there. had a mic. Okay, that mic did not work very well. Oh, it didn't? Oh, you were there, well. Jesse. No, oh. I mean, it, it was a mic at work, but I mean, she, she was like a inter, like a blowhorn intercom. Well, yeah. it's so loud there that even on the mic, you have to be heard. So she has to scream over everybody's voice. There's so, so many people there. And the biggest float I know. of all of the floats. Right, yeah. And you're around gay people, so you're going to be happy. You're going to be screaming, and that's what she was doing. Right. I just feel like she doesn't ever want to let anybody down. Like, she doesn't have the word no in her vocabulary, because the smart thing would have been not to do gay pride, but she wasn't going to do that. She's She's like, I can't rest. It's like, go, go, go. Somebody should have gotten her a... uh, Megaphone? A megaphone. I wonder if that would have worked. You think better? Next Better time. than a mic. You know, I mean, I don't I de- know. If we're I gonna keep you around. Pat for this. We know Pat would never let Maria off for not going to gay pride. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Assistant Pat over but here. I mean, honestly, the, even in the kitchen, the pressure she must have been feeling because Kevin's there, mom and dad are there, all in the kitchen saying, "Don't go, don't go." But yeah. it's easier said than done. She sure. well, said something's got to give. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. but well, and know. and you know, like you were saying, it's like she was worked so hard her entire life to be where she is mm-hmm. today and to 
be invited to gay pride to be the grand marshal for you know to events like that and like you don't want to say no to that yeah. stuff when when that's what you worked your whole life yeah. for and you're like well this is so silly I I feel fine other than my voice it's not like I have the flu it's yeah. not nobody really understands when you say well I can't show up because I have a nodule right. yeah. you know, like, <laughs> what do you mean I have a bloody callus yeah. <laughs> well she even mentioned like she hates me. <laughs> I mean <laughs> now that the nodule doctor with five nodules that you've done my vocal cords are going like this <laughs> no but nobody gets that it's not a valid excuse so what was she supposed to say after she already agreed to do it i'm sorry right. my, my voice hurts no well, she even said that no she jewel. hates missing opportunities she's like dance with the stars done wrestling done yeah. gay pride done like you don't know when you're gonna get the exactly. invite again right. you know it's like you just have to say yes and exactly do it. it's also such an honor to be able to be the grand marshal of the gay right. pride parade that's huge you know right. i mean it's just such a big thing that like you're saying you don't know when you're gonna get that opportunity again if you turn that down you're definitely not gonna be offered mm-hmm. it again yeah. so it's just when it comes into your lap, you, you gotta kind of yeah. run with it. Right. Jesse, how was it there? Like, what didn't we see? Was it just like crazy? I mean, we saw Kevin was, dancing a little Kevin behind the scenes. Kevin and Costa, they were dancing. They, we, we had these, like, uh, I don't know if they were like, they were like to spank, walk up to people and spank. Oh, like, oh. 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 It was fun. Like it was a whip. Like a, a, no, it was like, like a little, a like, uh, like a paddle. What's like a little paddle? A noisemaker? No, a paddle. No, it's a paddle. It's noise when you when you smack it. But I'm just saying, you know, I love that. So they had that. So yeah. um, and then uh, I told y'all, I thought I, when I was younger, I thought I was like the fourth member of the Pointer Sisters. <laughs> they performed, and that was like an epic moment. Major for me. day. Uh, and what's his name? I saw. Uh, what's his name from Scandal? Hey, Columbus. No, Hulk. Ooh. Ooh. I never knew he was gay. Okay. Wait, wait, is he though? I yeah. mean, just because he went to the... Oh, he, no. He was, <laughs> he, he was trying to holler and I was like, mm. no. Okay, you're I, like, Huck, back off. Oh, no, Huck, hey. Uh, no. Like, <laughs> hey. Come like, back. I was too ner- my paddle. I was too nervous that day, but any other... Uh, hey. That's like a nice little plug for our scandal after, Jay. Yeah. I am curious. So since uh, Lisa and Costas are so old school, are they very accepting of the gay pride parade? Yeah. I mean, I know this is so different, but what were they like there? Uh, that was weird for me because I didn't get to have that conversation. And it was weird for me because I know I'm out, but I'm not like out, out to my family. Like It's not like I've gone home and made mm. like a speech to anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to see Costa and Lisa, and uh, I know they talk about more in this episode and how much they've grown. And I remember Kevin had a really serious uh, sit-down conversation with me where, he, you know, he, he wanted Costa to come talk to my family. And I was kind of nervous about it. Mm-hmm. I was nervous about going to this because I was like, oh, well, if they catch me in any of the videos... Diana Ross, I'm coming uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But, but they were having uh, fun. They were having a good time. Like, everyone was having yeah. Oh, my God. How can you not? It's yeah, impossible right. not to. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's so much fun. Love us some WeHo. Speaking of Kevin, yeah. he's in the building. Hey. Kevin's Kevin, yeah. Kevin in the building. Hey. Here he is. Right off the TV screens, right onto our Perfect. couch. Hi, everybody. How are you? That's a little low energy hello from Kevin. He's still worried. Just, no, we just did Adam Carolla, so I'm like, hello. You're around. Long day. Yeah, it's a long day. Wait, long was Maria day. on Adam Carolla with you? We was just she, did Carolla, yeah. Was she drunk? Did she say anything about your mom? No, no, we <laughs> didn't. No, nothing. No, it was weird because he... Um, I don't know why. It seemed, like there was, it seemed like there was less staff there today, so we didn't have the usual... No mangria. No mangria. Oh man, that may have been a good thing. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Susie, you look amazing. Thank you. You look every time I see you, you look different. So I, I loved the old hairstyle. The old new hairstyle was amazing. Oh, thank you. But now I love the new one. Thank you. Short curly hair. It's It's the. I love this. This is what this is called. This is I was lazy today. And I didn't want to actually like. No, do but I love it. it. So Teach I me just, how to be lazy. I was like, <laughs> lazy look. I like. just flat ironed it. No, and you Susie. gave some volume today. Looks yeah. amazing. <laughs> I do that. Susie, fellow Massachusetts person. That's right. Baby Maria Menounos. A couple years younger than Maria, right? We've yeah. Known, we've known you since the pageant days. A long time. Were you there the day that I met Maria for the? It was what nineteen. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was that for Miss Teen? Miss. So Maria was Miss Massachusetts yeah. Teen USA mm-hmm. in nineteen ninety six, and I was Miss Massachusetts. USA in 1998 and Maria was at the pageant the year that I won oh. so I have this great photo oh yeah. thank you I have this great photo of 
the two of us when at that pageant when we met. It was so Aww. but Susie, you won the whole kit and caboodle, didn't you? Well, yeah, I went to Endicott College in Beverly, Mass. After right. I I came back from Teen USA, didn't win Teen USA, and was devastated, mm-hmm. and um. Went to went to college, graduated, and then went did Miss Massachusetts USA, and I won Miss Massachusetts USA, and then I went to Miss USA, yeah. and, wow. and I became the second Miss USA to win, or the second Miss Massachusetts USA to win. Oh, who was the other one? Shawnee Jebbia, who wasn't really from Massachusetts. Okay, I didn't know the whole story. She was like from so Florida. Technically, you're the first. Aww. Yeah, so you are. Sort of. Maria and I started when we started dating. She did Miss Mass. Okay. The the big girl. I one. was there. The big girl one. I was there. And um. She was very distracted because we were working on the mo- our movie together. And at that point, she was like, I want to be a producer. I don't want to do this anymore. And her mind just wasn't in it. And, um, you know, when she she lost. Um, she should have won. I remember. Yeah, you know what, I though? I was there. But I tell you, but when she came off the stage, I uh, and she tells this story all the time. But I, I just... She looked at me like, you know, like, what you know, what you have all the answers. Like, what, what now? And I was like, I just said... Maria, this is honestly, I've been dying to say this to you, but this is the best thing that happened to you. Now, that would have taken a year of your life, mm-hmm. and the chances of you going on as you did, Susie, and maybe the one or two other girls that have come out of this in a great way, right. it's not its not a slam dunk. I said, you know, I have real stuff in L.A. for you to do. This is a distraction. Now that this is over, thank God. And then we got to then I got Channel One and then E. T. and the rest was history. Right. But had that not had that had she won that pageant, mm-hmm. none of that would happen. And that's why I always tell right. tell people, um, you know, rejection is protection and losses in life are good things, you know, and, and Absolutely. if you ever if we all got what we wanted, we'd be with our seventh grade crush. Yeah. You know what I mean? In life, yeah, like so you're not supposed to. And so when you get those, you know, I think Maria wrote about it in her book too, but you embrace those losses because they make you who you are. And, you know, the universe, God, whatever you believe in has another plan for you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't cut corners and you don't screw people over and do all the other, like, sleazy things or sedate your problems with, with alcohol, drugs or whatever. Or have sex with your boss or have whatever. Have sex with your yeah. boss or whatever yeah, it's yeah. going to be. Oh. You know, good things will, <laughs> it will come. It will, it will come. And then sometimes, you know, it just has to, it just, I have so many stories in Hollywood where it's just, uh, people are so obsessed with making it and, I, and I'm like, it's not your time. Your mm-hmm. time's going to come. But right now it's not your time. Just, it's okay. Relax. Just keep working hard. Make smart choices. But, it's gonna happen. I, I, Chris Hardwick was a guy that I worked with when I was head writer at Singled Up, and at the time, Carmen Electra and Jenny McCarthy were exploding. And I said, "Chris, you have such a brain that I've never seen before. You're so lightning witted. Mm-hmm. You're so smart. And I don't know if it's stand up, if it's acting in sitcoms. We didn't know what it was. And usually, I'm good at telling people like, "No, you got to do this." And I didn't know what it was. I said, "But Chris, it's not coming to me. But I'm telling you, there's something so much bigger." for you out there you just have to hang in let the girls have their time now mm. it's their time now it's not your time right now but your time's coming and now if you look you look at uh, you know Jenny's probably got a million Twitter falls. obviously she's very successful and Carmen you know she's a pop icon but Chris has two million followers with the Nerdist Network and you know he's poised for the next 30 years yeah. but but who would have known killing it on AMC killing it yeah. and he just but it just it all had to catch up to yeah. him it all had to be the right time yeah know? Kevin so. I think that on top of what you're just saying about it being the right time we were talking the other day and I thought you had this amazing point about people who come to you and they ask your advice in the business and then you say well what do you want to do and they say well I want to rule the world and you say has anybody ever said that and been a good person think about the people who yeah, have said who that who the before. hell so right that, you know and I thought that, that was a really okay. cool point and I'm, I'm thinking about Hitler yeah. Castro <laughs> I mean like you right, know right, these right, are the, right. this is who you aspire to be yeah, this, yeah this is who right. you aspire to be the brain from Pinky and the Brain yeah. <laughs> yeah. Along, along with it being your time you also have to have your goal of what you actually want to do and then you always talk about you know digging the tunnel and getting there and I feel like because of where you are in your career career and Maria on your career it's all because of that you know you, you yeah. never looked at it and said I want to rule the world no never still don't yeah. still don't you know you just you but I will say what you want to do is you want to work hard enough and you want to diversify your career like like any kind of investing you know I always say you want money in the bank you want money in real estate money in stocks because if one of those entities goes or two of them goes you have the other one so mm-hmm. you know with you Susie it's hosting it's books it's clothing all the stuff that's going to come for you you know it you do all that stuff so if one thing goes down you have the other thing mm-hmm. but it's not really 
to rule the world. It's to have autonomy and freedom and to be treated like you're supposed to be treated because unfortunately it's not a nice world and our business is not a nice business and a lot of people aren't going to treat you like you would treat them. Mm -hmm. And so you need this stuff because then all of a sudden they give you that respect or you get that freedom or you have that power to say, you know what, Um, I just don't really need this Mm -hmm. grief anymore. I'm good. I'm going to go, you know, Adam Carolla, we're doing his show tonight and, you know, he's got his garage and now he's built this podcast empire and he just shit talked to like 20 different major companies in our business and he did it because he's like, I don't care. I never, never need to go for them for a job. I never need to ask anything for anything because, you know, right. he's got autonomy. So you want it. It's not that the people who want to rule the world and ugh, gross people, mm-hmm. I don't want to be friends with them. I don't want to be around them. And I don't want any of the after who are grooming here to go be, I think, good statesmen, good citizens of the business. Um, I don't want to see that. I don't want them to say, I don't want that to be the takeaway. But the takeaway is, you know, if you work hard um, and you don't cut those corners, like I said, and you, you are smart, you make smart choices, then you have the power. And the power is not to rule with an iron fist. The power is to give you the freedom to be creative, to do your dreams. You know, like, hey, I don't, I want to go work. I want to build a charity. Well, now you can because you have the name and the brand that can build a charity. You know, right, so right. it's it's that's really what it should be more about, brother Kevin. I feel like I just went I to know. church. I know, I preach. I'm yeah. wondering though if part of this ideology is a, as how you finally got Maria's parents to accept you because they see that you see the world in a really great light, and you were pushing her and getting her to a better place. Because we see in tonight's episode that they are not accepting you for the first year that you guys are together, which is a yeah. very long, that's a long time. time. Long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's because they finally saw who you were and what you were preaching? to people like us into the world that they they kind of accepted you and they thought you were good for their daughter and I, how good you treated her how I much think you so her. I think and also it's just like anything in life guys consistency mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm about like the water just hitting the rock long enough to smooth the mm-hmm. rock over and that takes a long time you know it takes a long time 15 years ago you know I, I lost my film I went bankrupt and it was a terrible situation and I knew I was going to hit this really bad bout career-wise, bad bout of depression, bad bout of finances. And I said, you know, I want to make sure I do some constructive things in this time. But it was never like trying to hit the grand slam. It was never, it was just slow and steady. So even with my relationship with Maria, it was a slow and steady build. So it was consistently in the relationship. It wasn't just opening the car door for her for a few months. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like, it was, I think they just saw like, wait, this guy, I mean, God, he's not stopping. He's not, you know, I made, right. I made my life about her because I believed in her. And I said, you know, the two of us, right now I bet on you. So you know what? You're the one we got to go with. And if the situation reversed and I was back in the business and I was, you know, at, back in television or, uh, you know, working for a film company, I'd expect you to get behind me. Mm-hmm. But right now, like you're the one. You know, you're you're the one. You're the you're the you're the champion, and and we need to. You're the quarterback, and we have to protect you. And I think they saw that over time. And it's funny because in some ways it's a backhanded compliment. It's a compliment to me and a backhanded Maria. But they say to her like. You're not smart enough to have figured all this out, Maria. There's no way in a year or two you could have done this. Like he had to have done it. Do you so. think that they didn't believe in her enough? Because she said on the show tonight, when they finally got it, is when they saw me on TV. Do you think parents are just old school like that? They have to see it with their two I eyes. I think most civilians, I call anyone outside of our business is a civilian. Yeah. I, they don't get it. And I, by the way, I, 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 my mind is still befuddled. By even people in our business who don't get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like Nick Lachey is doing the big morning buzz. Mm-hmm. And uh, no disrespect to the, the girl who was doing it before was a nice girl. But I remember talking to VH1 and saying, if you want this show to work, you got to go out and get a star. That's it, bottom line. you got to get a name. Oxygen. You know what? Smart move. you got Susie Castillo. And, you know, you gotta go out and get, an, but to me, does not that seem obvious? <laughs> you're going against every morning show, you're going, you know, you're in a territory where you're out, man, outgunned, there's no way, how the hell is VH1 gonna compete with- New York City. With, yeah, yeah, exactly, and you've got, you've got Today, you've got GMA, you've got CBS, you have HLN, you have all these other, even other morning things that are popping up. So you know what, they go, but to me, that seems obvious. So I don't knock Maria's parents for not getting it. I knew, once she was on Channel One, I said, Maria, it's done. Game over. She's like, Maria, well, I, don't, I said, Maria, you're replacing 
uh, Lisa Ling, mm. and before her was Anderson Cooper. It's a done mm. deal. Mm. You're mm. as talented, if not more so. D- w- it, that's it. We're done. Let's go. Let's like hire publicists. We got we got shit to do again. Yeah. I don't have time for a stupid pageant. Don't waste my time with this stuff. <laughs> right. We have scams to pull. Let's get to work. Uh. And like, but to me, that seems like a no brainer. But I don't knock the parents for not getting that because people in our own business who get right hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars a year. Don't get it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, in yeah. tonight's episode, Maria had mentioned that, like, at the end of the day, she's always a daddy's girl. We see how close she is with her parents. So for them not to talk for years, like, a huge deal. Oh, it's terrible. Was there ever a point during that year where you guys were kind of like, maybe we nope. should? You can't. You have to. Again, remember I said the water hitting the rock? Mm-hmm. You guys, you have to have your resolve. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, do not blink. Like I always say, I always, I listen, listen, guys, even tell you guys this in meetings, you have to be convicted. If you just believe in something, I said, Maria, let me tell you something. When I'm done with you, you're going to be one of the most famous Greeks in the world. And by the way, trust me, trust me with Hollywood. (laughs) It just has a way it Hollywood trumps everything. A lot of people can make money. Very few people can make it in our business. Very few. And I see it every day with kids who have tons of money. Mm. Makes the journey a little easier. Doesn't get you in. You just can't buy your way in. It's Mm. really, really hard. He's like, Maria, trust me. Your parents love you. They don't get it. But you need to stick to the plan. You need to stay focused on you and being successful. Trust me. Once this all, once we get you where you need to be, everyone's going to come back on board and go, Mm -hmm. oh, my God. And they're going to be so sorry they ever did it. And I said, now, can you have it in your heart to forgive? Right. That's going to be your biggest challenge. And God bless her, she did. But I said, Maria, that's your challenge. Right now, your challenge is not, do not look. I always tell you guys when you're running running a marathon, don't look back over your shoulder. You just lost two seconds off the race. Mm -hmm. Forward, keep going. And that's what we did. We just kept going and going and going and going. Boom. E.T., they see her on TV. And it's like, Oh my God, what are we doing? And they probably said to themselves. Wow. So she started at ET and wasn't talking to her parents? A little bit to mom. No, Lita. God love Lita. She yeah. was quiet communications. Wow. You know, the, by the way, the mom wives and the moms is. in the culture, always, yeah. usually, yeah. or one of them does, I shouldn't say, because yeah. I know some mothers who go other. stone cold. Sure. And the dad is, has the soft spot. Um, but but they, guys... those two are very similar. Ma, uh, Costa and Maria, very similar, very stubborn. Did, mm. did you feel like you had a lot of resentment after that, though, because they didn't start talking to you guys until she did make it to a certain level? Briefly. And you know why I didn't? And, uh, and I, always get some, I always get emotional when I think of this because he Costas came onto our property and you know, sees all these orange trees, this big gate, which it was a dump house, but I totally refinished it. It was We bought it for like 300 It was worth 900 in like a matter of a month when I was done with it. And he came onto the property and was like, oh, my God. But he's pull me aside and say, Kevin, I want you to say, I want to really say to you, I'm I'm so, so sorry and will you please forgive me? And oh. when I tell you guys, I've been violated, Jesse, we talked all the time, you and I both have been <laughs> violated so many times in our lives. Only person to ever in my life ever apologize to me. And it's just like I'm like done, that's the big eraser. Everything's good. Yeah. That to for and for an old stubborn immigrant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to apologize, you guys, like he did you know, he could have shown it in his actions which he did and still does. I mean, he has done so much for us and mm-hmm. so has the mom. But he didn't even have to do that. He's, you know, one or the other. But he did that. So then everything went away. Right. I wonder if Maria later in life, you guys, and again, it's like I kept 12 years on Maria and I always like pull out that <laughs> card. But, you know, I wonder if later in life, I don't know, like will that bubble up in other ways? Right. Oh, you, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You but never know. Hold it against I don't think so because she's not... And the dad, too. They're not both them. They're very much alike, and they don't hold grudges. They're not like that. They're very happy, spirited people. Like, they'd rather just think of the fun stuff. Whereas I will... I will be like, uh, no, you can't be thinking of the fun stuff because these people are trying to kill us. (laughs) Like, you know, it's like, come on, everyone, game faces. Like, but they're Mm -hmm. like... They just want to have the pig roast. Well, you can tell how much Costas loves you, oh. and and that scene, I was like getting teary eyed mm. when the two of them, when he he literally felt so bad, like yeah. he was putting this pressure yeah. on you, and he and the thought to him of you feeling that he made you feel bad or something, yeah, yeah. he was, I mean, it was just such an emotional thing. It was, and you know, if uh, you know, obviously it's a thirty minute show, so they have to um, edit it down, sure. but we we balled, we oh, both, we sure. both really lost it, and that it was. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure what came out um, really was the 
the 12 it was the 15 years ago i'm sure mm. so after all that you've yeah. been through like 15 years ups and downs with all the relationships is it hard for you to still feel that pressure for the converting thing and you think after 15 years it's like okay you know i'm i don't know I, i've been called the ultimate masochist because i could I, I don't know many people can take as much pain and suffering and torture as me and so <laughs> i was like i'm just so good at it at this point that it's like but but i also have a big picture mentality and it's when you think about that means a lot to them mm-hmm. right? it doesn't mean much to me you know, I, I joke, but I'm serious when I, I say what means a lot to me is having a really nice screening room. And I say to Maria, if you ever fought, if you ever fought me on that, I would kill you, but you don't. But this is so important to you guys. Fine. Done. You know, but if it was important to me, it would be different. But I see a lot of couples do this where one's a Catholic and one's Jewish. And the one that isn't really into their religion all of a sudden is thrown down it's like stop like you know yeah. they're really into their religion yeah. it's important to her or him right. in their family and it's not so just concede on that and then you know what's important to you as long as your partner respects that you're fine but your mother I know. Kevin, that's, your mother. that's the tough one that's the tough one yeah also the fact, I, I completely agree with you but i felt like your turning point was actually when costa said listen you know what i don't care I don't care either way. If you don't want to do this, I love you. I'm not pressuring you. And that's when I felt like you finally well, said, Well, then I was like, oh, I'm God, this it. poor guy. You know, I just felt yeah. bad. I saw him crying. I, I hate it when he, when he cries because I've seen him cry about other things. And um, and he does because he works so hard for us. Like, he tries so hard to help us, and he does. You know, you guys know from After Buzz, you see the stuff he does here in Lisa too, that I, it, there, because he's so my dad, I, don't want to, I never wanted to disappoint my father, God rest his soul. I never did. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I didn't want to disappoint him. So mother, on the other hand, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, then I had that. Met, so in the moment, I didn't want to dis- di- I didn't want to let Costas down. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, oh boy, now I have to deal with mom, mother. By the way, I think mother. it's so cute that you call her mother. Mother, mother. that's mother. the running joke. Hello, mother. mother. Like, hello, yeah. mother. Mother. What Even in, in regular <laughs> conversations, like, well, we're gonna see mother. We're gonna see mother. <laughs> so much more dramatic. <laughs> yeah. I'm da- I can't wait for like next weekend. And next by the way, mother is the oh. mother is the ultimate civilian. civilian yes. She's, she's the she's the juxtaposition of Costa, who's traditional. My mom is is a borderline feminist. She's a, a career woman. <laughs> she you know had a full scholarship to Har- a half scholarship to Harvard, and back then the family's too poor to send her, but uh, which only gave her more angst and anger. I mean, right. you know, my mom is. She's something, and so she now does, say something nice about her. She doesn't care if it's well. I think this is nice. She doesn't care if it's Maria Menounos, host of Extra, or if, she doesn't care. If, that's it. She's gonna if you get in her way, that's it. She's gonna stand her ground. And um, that's a Boston Catholic, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but but also Jesse, more than that, because she's independent and she's strong, and she's one of the ones who's angry with the church for, mm-hmm. for what they did to a lot of the parishioners. You know the, mm-hmm. the rules and the ridiculousness. So she's like. Uh, why bother getting married? Everyone gets divorced. Why have kids that are just going to be d- jerks and leave like you did? And <laughs> and then she's like, and "What? And religion? Are you kidding me? Do you see what the church has done? What they did to us all our lives? And it was and they were like pedophiles and corrupt. And so no, but she's how's that with Maria's parents? Oh, it's wonderful. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm going through For it now to, with my with my brother getting married to uh, you know someone outside the Greeks. So it's really hard. How did how did you know the two combined? How it's volatile they? and it still is. Well, really? it's a very unsteady alliance because she feels bad for Lita, so she's trying to pump Lita up to be like, hey, hey, you know what, Costas, you wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for this lady. So you need to treat her well. You need to do it. And so you wonder why I do so much for Maria. That's, my mother made us like that. We didn't have sisters. And my mother was working. So we had to do all the housework. Like I always say, I'm not only a field servant. I'm also I'm house too. I like do both because she made us do everything. And that's why I think I'm a good partner to Maria because I was trained that way. So that's why Maria has to be nice to my mom because she needs to be thankful to Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know we invited, mean? though, her parents to live in the house. And we've invited your best friend to live in the house. But we haven't invited your mother to live in the house. Never, <laughs> ever. Or... Does she want that? Yeah, well, is that something that she or... would... So, Jesse, you're so smart. Yeah, my mother mother is super, super independent. Um, if she lived there, 
you know, Costas leads at Joe. Um, the reason they're great is they obey our rules. It's our house. Yeah. You know, and they all know that and they respect the house. They respect our rules. And, um, you know, like we're tyrants, but it's where <laughs> they're guests in our house. So when I go to someone else's house, I know like, okay, I immediately scope out the house. What are the rules? What are the, how do the people like their house run? What are, you know, whether putting the dishes away, uh, you know, not leaving towels on the floor, whatever the deal is. I know how to do that. My mother, on the other hand, again, is just like, uh-uh, no, no, no. She has her own rules. So she would definitely be harder to bring into the equation, but mm-hmm. she also wouldn't want to be uh, on the equation. You know, she she's like, uh-uh, I get my own place. I have my own <laughs> stuff. But she does say, if she's like, if I'm sick someday, I know who I'm going to go to. Like, she'll know. Uh, she'll, she'll come to, right. you know. Uh, but I also know I have to make it. She's going to have a driver probably. Like, it's got to be... She has to be full autonomy, right? Because she's she's no playing with mother. Oh, at least she'll go there. Like she knows if she gets sick and needs help, she, she's got at a, least she's that, got that me. gives you peace of mind. She's got me, you know. Yeah, she's got me. Yeah. What not, happened not on Maria, that phone call though, Kev? You call her. It seems like you're really gonna tell her, and Choked. then and then like Maria says, a little wussy, Kev. Okay, you know what? You know why? <laughs> because I'm looking at Maria sitting there, and I'm like, wait. You know, the, the Greeks put me through the ringer. Like, I like. Are you kidding me? Like, this is now on me. Like, okay. no, you need to, you need to step up and and face this with me. Yeah. Absolutely, and I love yeah. that you called her out on that. You said she says, "Okay, go ahead and yeah, go." Ahead. You, go. Did you hear what I said? I said we, and I love that you guys are able to do that for each other. And and it seems like she listens and goes with you from what we see. She doesn't. She listens. She does. I, I have a theory for for. I think when you're a guy, you just you gotta give your your wife, your girlfriend, six days of the week. You gotta give them the way on everything. But you do that because you have that seventh day. And it's not necessarily the one day of the week. It's the one day of the month. It might be the one day of the year where you go, no, this is what you need to do. And I'm able to one to five times a year with Maria say, (laughs) no, that's it. I'm drawing the line. You need to do this. So this is your card for this One of these cards. Yeah, absolutely. I said, you know what? No, you need to. Sorry. Like, uh, you can't just do this to me. And, you know, I don't know if. I don't know if it came up in tonight's episode because I haven't seen tonight's episode yet. Because I'll see the 10 o'clock um, uh, feed, the West Coast feed. But, you know, I said something in the moment to her or I say something where I'm like, you haven't spent more than an hour with my mother in mm-hmm. 15 mm-hmm. years. Right, we see that and last I, week. And I realized it in the argument, mm. you know, and I'm like, and then I was like, what a revelation. Like, you know what? And how does that make you feel, though? Like... You're so close with Maria's family, you know, and I know how you are with your family and just people. Yeah, but I just, you know what I, the joke is in my family is I'm the gay son. What? I'm the gay son who's like kind of, I just have the great relationship with mother. I take her shopping. I buy her nice things. But the other two, like we did, they just don't really bother with me. And he's the weirdo and do it. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the thing. So. It, my mother's all really from my family all I have but for me 15 years like Maria's family that is my family mm-hmm. and um, so it's different and I think you know the last year I've realized that I want to I kind of just put my foot down and said listen I'm going to just start doing more for my mother and um, God I, I've even told some of the kids here at Afterbus too with, with parents I think we all go through this place and Jesse we've had these talks too with your family but you, we go through this place with our parents where we get we get in this tug of war. We do it in relationships too, by the way. We do it with our partners. But we get in the tug of war. We're going to prove. I'm going to prove to you, Dad, you weren't there for me those first 18 years. And the dad's saying, uh, F you. You're a spoiled brat. Don't blame your life's problems on me. And they engage in this lifelong tug of war that sometimes never ends or maybe ends when they're literally on the deathbed and they cry to each other and say they love each other whatever. Mm. And... I have this been a little of that with my mother because my mother wasn't a big Maria fan. So my knee jerk was to protect Maria. So for a decade or more, it's like, no, mom, you don't understand. Maria's awesome. Maria's like done more for me than anyone else. She likes always stood by me. You know, she was with me when I was nothing like, no, F you. Maria's the bomb. And uh, back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it's more that fight. And the deeper the fight goes, the more it's like, okay, well, you know what? I'm you know what, then you just, if you don't like my decisions, you don't have to be with me this Christmas. You don't have to, and it starts to go there. And I think um, in the last you know, couple of years, I'm like, what am I doing? Like this lady's seven years old. You, may, you know what I mean? Now I'm being like, I, I see people do this. It's like, it's so meaningless. It's stupid. 
And I just got away from that and I just started bringing my mother more into our lives, more into our problems, more into our discussions, our business discussions. And I think it's made her feel more part of the family, part of the process, part of the community. And um, it's changed. It's it's brought us closer. And it's it's actually, you know, you, I don't want to give away too much, but her and Maria, where a reality show you think would drive a family apart, like this this experience it forced them to get together, mm-hmm. as you'll see the next few weeks. It's very interesting. How yeah. does mother feel about you guys having kids? Is she as gung ho about? No, no. Oh no. Does she no care? Kids? Why again, do you have kids? Because she's just like you know. No. Again, she's going to be jerks to come out like you. She's like, why were they? Why? So they're just going to leave you anyway? And why would you bring them into this world anyway? This world's awful. Like oh. you know. And just and my my mother's big thing is. Enjoy your life. Do your own thing. My dad was more like Ayenta. He was more like like them. He would have been. He wouldn't have been on me about the marriage, and he wouldn't have been on me about the kids. But he would be on me about other things, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. But my mother, no, she's just be happy. Yeah, the thing. All the other two episodes, it's like kids, 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 and this one is being Greek, being Greek. Which one has bothered you more, or sort of? I don't even get to say stuff. That's a great question. No. <laughs> no, like, they just throw one? so the much are, at me. The kids are the, no, the kids. The kids bother. Okay. Me. Way more. It seems because like it's it. a because the guy's going. It seems and like it's it. a baby. Right. It's, it's a another human baby. Like, it's you know, a it's a life. That's why, like, I get these people on Twitter who attack me about this, and I'm like, you. I'm like, guys. It is a baby. It's a human being. Do really like do you, you know? If I can, don't think I can be the most amazing mother and father because let's face it, I'm gonna have to be both. Then I don't want to do it. And by the way, I would be amazing at it. But then am I gonna harbor that resentment? And I'm sorry, you guys. It will come out. It'll yeah. come out with Maria. It'll come out with her parents. Or it'll come out, God forbid, with the poor baby. Well, right. So these right. are the things that absolutely you have to think about. You know, it's like crazy. Like the fact that you've thought about it as much as you do. I'm older. Okay. Told you, been here longer. Well, yeah, and you've got, <laughs> and you've got the the Greeks, the right. Greeks who yeah. are who are won't let you stop. Right, but you'd probably be an amazing, amazing um, parents. Yeah, like around. these are the kind of people that should have children in this world. I you know, know right. it's like you have but people. Who don't but but by the way, listen, know, honestly, this is you know yeah. you don't know. Like I'm looking at this he table. These four. By the way, and it's not coincidence. That's why they're doing this show. These four, to me, are you know, I, I mean, I want to embarrass them, but they're like, they're like my kids, and you that know, would never be embarrassing. Kat. And you no. know, and it's like, and, and their, prob- and like their problems, their problems are my problems here, because I know what it's like to be in my early twenties here in a loveless city of shitty people, not have money, not have your career bankrolled. It sucks. It, I've been on the couches. I've been yeah. eating in supermarkets. I've been out here starving. I had to go home so many times. I had to move home in shame to go back to being a carny to make enough money to come back. So, like, I see so much of that here, and these kids need me. And and the minute, you know, these two clowns in the booth. Well, one's a clown and one's not. <laughs> Phil's not. The other one's a <laughs> But But they, you know what I mean? But they, and, and it's like, and I do, and I think of Phil, too, because it's like, I, you know, they, everyone takes this stuff for granted, but it's like, the minute I have a kid, like that's it. I'm gonna. I, there's no way I'm gonna be able to be present for all the other people that need me right now. Well, I I'm need, done. We need yeah. you. See, so help me out. And I do. Yeah. And I do get resentful. And you saw that like temper tantrum kind of in the car, the first episode, because mm-hmm. I'm like, wait. If we, I meant it. If we listen to everyone else, if mm-hmm. we listen to Costa, you'd be working at a pizza place for some like Greek husband in Massachusetts right mm-hmm. now. And if and if I listen to people who said, "Oh, why are you going to Hollywood? You're never you're never going to make it. You're going to be in your fifties and have no health insurance and no benefits, and you're going to be broke and da, 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 all the crap that I heard. And I I didn't. You need to get a job with benefits. You need this. You need to get married. You need to. I ignored all of everyone else's advice and I took the road less traveled and it worked for me. Why now should I all of a sudden go against what I know is is not the right thing to yeah. do right now. Kevin, I knew you were going to give the answer you did because you're such a selfless person and your religion affects you and having a child affects somebody else and that's why it doesn't right. bother that's you as it. much that right. they are attacking you about something that would only well, point affect out right there. you. No, mm-hmm. but I'm serious because so you always are trying to give, give, give and if you bring another human being into this world, not only do you have to give everything to that human but then you also have to take away what you're giving from other people because 
because there are so many hours in a day. So I I do wonder, though, Kev, is there going to be a time where you do think you want to make that step? Or do you think that you would be perfectly happy 30 years from now looking back saying, I never had children, but these are my kids? I don't know. I don't know. It's too hard of a question. I I don't know. But I do know that, uh, you know, if I could just have a little more time, Mm -hmm. I'd be fine. A week? You know. You say about the whole going back and forth with the family members and all that. And I, I mean, being Greek, I know how. You know, uh, I always joke about this, but to me, grandparents in Greek is nag. Like, it's just the word. It's not really. But so, in, in the sense of that, you know, do you kind of think, like, I mean, I know my family, like, they're very. Involved? Did you do this today? Did you do this today? Did you do that? And it's the same thing over and over, and yeah, it's repetitive. Yeah. And it's do a you Jewish feel thing, like, too, just so you know. Do you feel like that that is kind of what also holds you back from wanting no, to have No, because they'll be phenomenal. They don't do that. They're not. The, the most he's going to say is marry kids. Um, he No, they're, they're great because they, they see that we have a lot of great. We, we do that. We do down. that with them. With their health, their mm-hmm. diet, like we're all up in their faces about stuff, and I and I believe that I've always told Maria, you know, when you hit your twenties, if you guys too, it's where you guys need to start becoming parents to your parents. It's just the it's the rightful transition. So we're for everything else, you guys, we're their parents. We take care of them, their bills, everything. You know, they don't worry about anything. And but this would be the only thing. But when it comes to that part with us. And this speaks to any ethnic family. What you're getting is the most amazing grandparents and parents. And in those ethnic, super ethnic cultures, you're really getting a second mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we would have that. We would have a second mom and dad, which would be phenomenal. But, you know, even cost is like, but my brothers are getting old. Because Maria says that to me. Listen, we'll have it. Is your, if you're going to be here 12 months a year to help us, we'll do it. And he's like, well... That's I no. You yeah. need to have yeah, it. Yeah. But I have my five my four brothers who I'm super close to. They're all seventies and eighties now, you know. And he's like, I, I, I cannot I can't be away from them yeah. year round. Well in terms so. of having kids, you say you you don't know yet about when you'll be ready, but if. these past if, yes. And these past couple episodes we've seen Maria kind of pressure you to get tested and all that kind of thing. What does where does that come into play with with thinking long term, like, well, what if it can't oh, it, happen? It, it, just, it's, uh, it just, again, I just, I get just upset because I, I feel like I'm being manipulated into, I'm, into something that, and again, I, I, I am a masochist, I am a pushover, but I'm still not a one that's, if you try to manipulate me against something I don't want to do, that's kind of where I draw the line. And, uh, and I, and that affects other people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's going to affect us. You know what? I, I got it. Let's give you some more Hollywood advice, Susie. Uh, <laughs> but you know, my job is to uh, is to protect Maria and Susie. You're you know you're a little bit younger. You've already probably felt um, a little bit of hard it is out here, you know, in the business. And to be a young woman in this business, you guys, and and I tell these kids all the time: if you're not willing to sleep with someone to make it, and if you're not willing to cut someone's throat to make it, it's going to be even harder than it already is. Sure. So this business is so effing hard that. Uh, one of the thing, one of the reasons why we've been successful is because I'm absolutely fearless. I don't like to fight. I like to create. These guys know that. I don't like to destroy. I love to create. I don't mm-hmm. get energy from fighting. But if you fight with me, you can win if you're willing to die or go to jail. You know, that's always what I say. Mm-hmm. So I, whether it's been a studio executive or whatever, it's like I'm a great partner to all of them. They've all been very successful with Maria. But... If you're going to play the head games and terrorize and do all things they do to women in this business, and I could name the names that I physically see the women on TV, 10 years or 15 years of TV, I can see it on their faces, mm-hmm. how drawn out, how tired they are, how beaten they are by this cruel business. But one of the reasons why, you know, I've been able to protect Maria is because I don't have kids, because I have absolutely no fear. I always say I have enough money to have a nice two-bedroom house paid for. And we we can have a comfortable life till we're ninety with a little retirement. We would be fine with a con- with a really conservative lifestyle because I'm not an extravagant person. Maria maybe is a little more, <laughs> but I'm not at all. I, you know, and, I, and by design, I have a, a seven year old pickup I drive. Uh, you know, I've got um, Timberland boots on right now. Like, but I do all that by design, and I don't have kids for that same reason because I am fearless in this business. There's nothing you can do to scare me. In this business, I don't care. Take the house, big deal. Take the two estates, take them. 
I don't care. I'm going to go just get another one. I'll make that place pimp. I'll rebuild myself. <laughs> I'll be right back in the game. Yeah. But I mean, and, and, but if I have children, now I'm vulnerable. Sure. Now I say, oh, geez. I have, I'm thinking of his or her college. I'm thinking of his or her. T- and by, by the way, you're in L.A. They've got a good private school. You know, mm-hmm. for, for mo- most of the school systems aren't, are here, aren't very good. And so now, again, I'm vulnerable. I can't protect Maria like I normally do. And, they, and I've never admitted that to anybody. Yeah. And that, go, that just goes over most people's heads, civilians' heads. But maybe, Susie, you understand maybe because you no, see how hard a, you, the business is. It's funny, you know, and Matt, you've never met my husband, Matt. But he, he's also from Massachusetts, and he and I have been together for 15 years as well. And I tell I told Matt earlier today, I'm like, I want you to come, especially now, because Kevin's going to be there. I'm like, you have to meet Kevin. He's a writer. You're a writer. You yeah. know, and you guys have lived – I've literally moved this man across the country four times. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he always says, he's like, I just want you to be happy, and I want – and and – because I ask him all the time because I feel bad. You know, I'm like, you haven't been able to, like, really have the career See, Maria doesn't ask, want. so that's the difference between <laughs> you two. What's that? Maria doesn't ask. Maria doesn't ask. That's the difference. Oh, well, sometimes I feel guilty of that, you know? And and not anymore because he tells me all the time. He's like, listen, from when you were a child, you've always had been very ambitious and this go-getter. And, no, you, you you know, when people told you you yeah. would never win Miss USA, you laughed in their face and you said, you're going to be really bummed when you're not there to see me win. You know, I mean, I literally had an uncle who was like, I'm not going to buy, I'm not going to spend $65 for the Miss Massachusetts USA pageant. Because <laughs> he's like, you're not going to win that thing. And I was like, oh. I, I was like, watch yeah. me. You That's know right. I mean? So, you know, Matt's like, that was always your thing. And I'm happy to support you and to help your, and he's, and he always says that he's like, my time will come. That's but right. for and me, I want to support you. You've got to go with the top dog. Like right now you're, you know, you're hot. You got to ride that hot, ride that horse. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's funny, but he's here. So you'll get to meet him. Oh, good. Um, yeah. But again, Chris. so wait, would you guys, does, does he feel the same way with children? I mean, I think there's a little vulnerability there that I don't want to have. Right. Right We talk about it a lot and there's just a lot that we want to do. We feel like we've only scratched the surface of, you know, what we want to do in life and, and it is a huge decision. And you're absolutely right. It's like LA public school sucks. So yeah. (laughs) And private schools are like what, $30,000 a year or something for like preschool. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's a wait list. But again, we we go go back to what we talked about at the beginning. I know it was talking career, but when you diversify your career, As we have, you know, we've best-selling books. We have AfterBuzz. We have other networks, digital networks here. And, um, you know, we're very close to that time. Not quite, but we're close to that time where we're going to be able to say, doesn't matter. You know, now, we, now I can have the kids and I'm not going to have to worry if she gets fired or if she get, if they play head games over her contract. Or, pff, right. Piss off. You know, but, but right now I'm not there yet. Yeah. So when I get there, then, then it's okay with the, the child. But right now I just, I like my edge. I like the idea that um, God, there was I think there was somebody like a, it was a year a year ago, uh, uh, a crazy, I think a lighting guy or a sound guy. Actually, the, was, there was a cockroach on the set. Marie starts like she's shrieked, and he was one of these uh, passive, more aggressive men <laughs> that I could tell hated women and hated beautiful women. Which again, Susie, I'm sure, and Stephanie and Jess and Roxy, Roxy, your babies, you probably haven't experienced this yet. But you get that with this in this business, and he uh, he saw that it freaked her out, so he took the put the cockroach speech paper, and he chased her oh, with it. She God. freaked out so bad, she she ended up falling in the street, hit her head on the ground. One of the C stands came down, hit her on the head, and uh, and if it wasn't for I, I, what I heard with the president of Warner Brothers, the, who's not there anymore, um, Andy Rosenblum, who saw the tape and was like, "Are you kidding me? Get this guy out of here!" But even Maria was like, oh, I feel bad. Like he lost his job. And they were like, yeah, well, you know, like, yeah, thanks to you kind of. And, I, and, and so just so you know, because I don't have kids, I said, okay, you know what? I'm not so crazy. I'm going to spend two or 3000 on a ticket to go to New York right now. But guess what? When I go to New York, don't worry. I will grab him. You know, I'll grab him either by his ear or by his throat and I'll do what I normally do with these guys. You know, and we and, it's a, for. and I don't <laughs> normally, you know, but I don't like, you know, we, you're right. We do have Joe for that. And when you bring you, why you bring Joe, it's great. Cause it never goes to that. Cause they yeah. see him and they just get petrified. Yeah, sure. But I said, no, I'm handling this, you know, fucking touch my girl. Are you fucking out of your, you know what I mean? I was like, all right, now I'm going to make you squeal. But again, if I have a baby, you guys, you know, daddy can't be in jail. Yeah. Like right now I'm like, fine, go bail me out. I'm, I'm good. Like it's not the first time, like whatever. But if I <laughs> have children, you can't do that. Right. I, I feel like I'm going to lose my superpowers. And that just sounds so strange. I know, but 
Well, you've I've said seen, it before. Yeah. You've said something will have to give. And I think it's really admirable that you can stand up and say, I'm not ready to give that yet. Not so, ready, no. Mm. I mean, everyone has that choice. We have a theory here on the show. Okay, what is that? Last week we discussed the fact that you guys subconsciously want kids because you're not taking preventative measures. Oh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> it'll happen when the time is right. Um, right? You know, this dad, the, the, so Maria being, you know, being on birth control, I started to feel guilty because I, I feel like any, any um, chemical you're putting in your body, it's just over time is not healthy. And then when it came to, and then just being a guy, like, just sorry, just <laughs> feels a lot better to, you know, to, yeah. to just let it let it ride, and then I was kind of let it ride, let it ride, and then let it ride, and 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 then I was always like, hey, and then because of all the pressure, I'm like, well, if it happens, it happens. I'll handle it like I always do, and so that's kind of been. But but we have shifted back and forth on this. You'll see it through the series. Um, I don't know if, and when you get Marie in here, you'll ask her yourself. But the way the series ends. And how Maria feels now is probably not even the same. To the point that Oxygen and the producers would get so oh. frustrated with us because they'd be like, wait, you said you wanted this and he said he wanted that. And now you're saying... We got to edit. Yeah, because yeah. we, yeah. we keep changing our minds because we don't yeah. know. Right. I'll have to tune in and see how life I mean, works. Come on, you kind of don't know either. Like, I think it's... Of course not. We don't know. <laughs> no. Well, it's reality TV and that's... You don't know reality. right now, you don't have an answer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it's a hard decision and I commend you guys for doing it all in front in of cameras. In front of everyone. For us to... And well, talk, it's the only about. way. The advice is to anyone who does a reality show is, uh, it's the only way it will work is to just be real, mm-hmm. and then you have to have a company that will get behind that. A lot of times they go, no, 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 no. We've been doing this a long time. We know what we're doing. Okay, so Susie, you're going to tell Matt that mm-hmm. you want him to quit writing, and he, and it just, I feel like there was a period where it worked, but the public's over it. The, the the Osbournes were successful because they were real. They just unfortunately had to run a hundred hours of camera tape to get, to that. get that, and right. then the budgets have shrunk on these. And um, but I I said to them from the beginning, like guys, I'm not just an executive producer in name only. Um, I'm your partner on this, and I I want this to be successful. And the only way I know it can be successful is if it's to be real and raw. And you're gonna have to take a little bit more time. Than the two months you thought you could get this, which should end up being six or seven because of that. But I promise you will get the real. Mm-hmm. And then, and fans will know. Viewers can tell. And right. I, right. And but I said. with the first episode, you can tell. Yeah. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate that because you never know what people are going to think. But I, I said, listen, we're taking all the risk here. I'm not saying to you, only shoot Maria makeup, only shoot Maria's <laughs> left side. I don't want, I'm not saying that. I, I was fighting with them to get the real. You're going to see this one major, wow. major blow we have. Um, about money, this very studio is a is it was we're in the middle of a renovation. Our business managers knew we were doing it. We're in the middle of the renovation, and Phil and I. Phil comes up to me, why is it goes? Because Kevin, you know, Lois, our business manager, shut off funds. And I said, what do you mean? And like in front of everybody, mind you, like the whole <laughs> staff is here, and the studio's not finished, and Phil's got this place booked out already for multiple shows. I was like seeing red and I, I drove home and one of the producers was like, okay, so uh, how about you and Costas? Like you're going to do some gardening today. Why don't you get in there and garden? Just kind of talk. I said, listen, dude, this is what's <laughs> going to happen right now. I'm going in to, she's in the gym. I'm going in the gym right now. And I said, I can't be phony. I'm not a phony person. So whatever, like you, however you want me to talk, I can't even talk to Costa right now because I'm seeing effing red. Yeah. I said, I'm yeah. going in there. I said, if you want to call us a reality show, you Let's take those cameras and follow me, right? <laughs> the yeah. F now. I was with you, Kev. Right. And we did. And you'll see the blowout like over. Amazing. Yeah. So anyway, but I cannot wait for that. Can't wait me for too. that. Awesome. Kevin, thank you so much for thank joining you. us tonight. No, thank you for thank doing this. Thank you. Thanks, Susie, for doing this for us. Kevin Undergaro, everybody. We love you. Right after You're very, I'm, I'm here every Tuesday night. I'm I so know. excited. I'm so excited. And shout out to, wait, before we leave, shout out to everybody at home. Remember, we have a contest going on. So what we need you guys to do is to upload a video of yourself, hashtag Chasing Maria. And we need you to say, I love AfterBuzz TV and give us your funniest laugh. Whatever it is, I love AfterBuzz TV and hashtag Chasing Maria. 
Cool. Well, that's all she wrote, you guys. Thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you. Wait, where do we find everybody? Oh, hello. Where they can find you on Twitter? Absolutely. It's very simple. It's at Susie Casillo is my handle. And let's go around the board. Everyone else. Steph Bauer TV at Jessica King. Oh wait. At I am Jessica King. <laughs> at DJ Jesse J. And you can find me at Roxy Stryer. And Kev. At Undergaro. And Undergaro. Cool. Thanks, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! From executive producers, the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.